Welcome to the newest episode of Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I'm your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern whose pulse is going padum, padum, codename Legion Cub. I Christian, thought you were going to say you were the Cobra intern that made uh, Marvel and Dungeons and Dragons run long, so GI Joe had to wait till almost three o'clock to start. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, uh, poor Dungeons and Dragons. So, as everybody can tell, we got new stuff. Uh, thanks to so many of. Oh, I need to pull the chat up. Let me figure out how to do this. I can see it, but it says I, I have to connect. You can see, oh, wait, comments. Here we go. Oh, here are the comments. Toy Reclaimer. Look at this. Eh? Huh? How fancy is that? Which, by the way, Toy Reclaimer is the one who got us over the hump, uh, finished us up. Thank you so much. Mandalorian Jedi, what's going on? This is wild being able to look at the screen and see you guys popping in here. Um, I'm really excited. So, thank you to everyone over the last few months who's donated in the super chat uh huge thanks to toy reclaimer who hit me up and was like look what 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 do you need and can i just send it directly to you instead of uh going through the channels and getting the fees taken out and i said here's the here's the paypal if you want to do it do it and he did it and here we are right mandalorian jedi this is awesome. Yes, this we are crazy. high def now. Christmas ape, what is up? Christmas ape coming to hang out. This I love this. You guys can see each other's <clears throat> avatars and everything right up on the screen. This is incredible. So again, uh, thank you to everyone who made this possible. Uh, and I, I've I've got a little little celebration here in order to celebrate PulseCon, and in order to celebrate our presence here on Streamyard, which we will continue to kind of plus play with and upgrade and see what we can do but i got a little straight from el segundo in california a little broken skull lager let's give this a taste i haven't had this before oh hell yeah <laughs> did you leave your wallet in el segundo oh i did not leave my wallet in el segundo <sighs> all right Wow, what a night. Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this is fun. Okay, we got a lot to do tonight. Um, I think a couple of weeks ago, or actually, I think our last live stream, we ended up recording the segments episode later on. We're doing the same thing tonight because we knew we were going to have a ton to cover. We got tons of sound offs, which if you're following Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram, that's your opportunity to interact with us. Uh, although, depending on how this new format goes, hell yeah, um, depending on how this new format goes, we may move sound off to here, uh, to where we're going to take stuff just from people in the chat. We'll we'll see what happens. I like the interactivity on Instagram, uh, Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. So we'll we'll see. Maybe we'll do some from there, some from here. We'll figure it out as we go along. But anyway, uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on X at GI Joe Audible. And uh, also, no, none of us have our shirts on tonight, but we've got uh, shirts available. Go to the Instagram pinned stories and get links for our T-shirts. 
And I think you guys, I think we need a hoodie for the fall weather. What do you think of that? Oh, Christmas ape! Christmas ape! What is happening? What? Wow! First super chat oh. with Streamyard. Before you start with Joe News, I have a request with Halloween right around the corner, just across the track. People want to know about Dave's frightful ET story uh, he teased on this podcast many moons ago. Okay, the people don't forget. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, here's here's the ET story. You you give us money, and I'm obligated to to share the ET story. So, this is the deal. I was in ET. ET came out in 1982. Two. Mm-hmm. 1982. I'm six years old, uh, and we went and saw it. I believe for my birthday, uh, maybe a friend of mine's birthday. But you know, back then, movies were in the theaters for like three months. Like they just stayed. So anyway. Uh, it was me, my friend Preston, a bunch of other friends, my parents, maybe my friend's parents. I mean, we're talking about six-year-olds here. All of us went to the movie theater to see E.T. because it was going to be this big magical event that everybody just had wonderful, warm feelings about. Uh, Reese's Pieces and stuffed animals and all kinds of great stuff. So we go to the theater and that movie scared me more than any movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Like more than Hellraiser, more than Event Horizon, uh, more than It's Pat, but just absolutely (laughs) terrifying. So the part where E.T. gets sick and turns like white is the part that really messed me up badly. And uh, so I'm just terrified. I, I, I don't think I asked to leave, but I was just like crawling up inside of myself scared. As soon as the movie ended, we walk outside. My friend Preston is like shaking and throws up in the lobby, like bazooka vomit on the floor and just starts crying. We get in the car, drive back to the West stately West Manor, And I will not, I won't even unbuckle my seatbelt until my dad goes into the house to make sure there's no ETs in the house. <laughs> so you were scared of the ETs and not, you know, the scary government agents that were coming to get ETs. No, they were good guys. They were trying to, they were trying to protect us from this rotten little alien. Um, with, his, with his creepy light-up finger. The, the government guys and their flashlights. Oh my god. Um, I know they didn't have flashlights back then. Uh so <laughs> anyway, I'm sitting in the car. I'm sure my dad went and stood in the kitchen for like 10 minutes and was like, What what have I done? This kid making me check the house. Guard for life. Yeah. Um he comes back out and he says, There's there are ET is not in the house. And I said, Did you check upstairs? He said, I looked upstairs. Did you check in the bonus room? Because the bonus room has a little closet that goes into the crawl space in the attic. I said, did you look in there? He says, I looked everywhere. I promise you, there are no ETs in the house. And my mom's Did you check like, amongst the stuffed animals? Well, and no. And then my mom's like, now, did you check? And I'm sure he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, they finally convinced me there's no ETs in the house. I slept. Uh, with the not with a nightlight, but with the lights on in the room for like two or three weeks, uh, that that movie scarred me. Craig Dukas, what is up? Woo-hoo! 
It is indeed a high-tech miracle, much like the movie E.T. itself. Uh, everybody check out Shop Slickalicious on Instagram, responsible for a number of our designs. Uh, great collaborator. Uh, so there we go. That's uh, So ha- what – I'm trying to think of the nice way to say this. Does the E.T. ride at Universal trigger you? No. I love the E.T. ride at Universal. Okay. I can't explain why. Now, what I didn't <laughs> it's a small like, world on acid. Well, here's what I didn't like about the ET ride at Universal is the ride itself. It's a it's a solid ride. I really like it. But then you get <laughs> to the photo op area, and they've got the ET in the closet, mm-hmm. and and my wife literally had to like push me in there to get a picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've got maybe I'll remember to share it. Uh, I've got you know the picture they'll put you on the bicycle and do the green screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took that picture, but on the bicycle, I'm doing this. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's I'll, funny because every time up. I go to Universal, I forget how much I enjoy that ride because I, I I just blank out. There's like, oh yeah, I've ridden this like ten times before. And I was like, is it going to be kind of boring? It's like, no, it's fun. You're on that, you know, that little bicycle flying through the, <laughs> through the air. And you know, the, the, the weight line's great where you're in the big forest. But, um, but yeah, I, I always like have to remind myself, oh yeah, I've, I've done this before. This is a good the, ride. The last time I rode it, <clears throat> there's the female plant lady. When you first get back to yes. ET planet, mm-hmm. her head lifts up. And her eyes are gone. <laughs> they were just empty sockets. And we were like, what up? <laughs> I have a picture of it. I'll have to dig it out because that that was scary. So, so guys. Thank you for coming to a G.I. Joe podcast, everybody. Yes. <laughs> we're going to talk about E.T. This is the E.T. episode of Audible Interlude. This I is, mean, it uh, all started in 82, right? So terrest- right. Terrestrial Interlude. It becomes uh, G.I. Joe adjacent. That's true. That's very true. Uh, okay. So shirts uh, on Public. Go check out the uh, pen stories. Our schedule, the auto uh, audio version of this episode will be available this Friday. Our next audio episode will be the next Friday. Our next live stream is October the 9th. So put all that in your calendar. All right, fellas. You know what? I didn't bring uh, snow, my snow serpent over here. Uh, let's talk a little bit before we get into the actual news. Did you guys get snow serpents? Mine hasn't shipped yet. Oh, oh well, maybe we won't nope. talk about the snow serpent too much. And I'll just recommend everybody right here on the Needless Things YouTube channel, check out my review of the snow serpent. I have I, uh, I two did. of them ordered from, um, they're, from, they're from Big Bad. So I can decide whether or not to pull the trigger on them when they're ready. And at this point, I'm not sure if I'm going to actually go with these or if I'm going to wait for something we're going to talk about later on in the news program. Right. right. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, you son of a gun. Don't you do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So uh, also, I got so you guys don't have snow jobby or wait. Chris, no, I got, I got snow, snow job. job then. Okay, you've got snow job then. But so, did you order your who shipped your snow serpent? I can't remember. Um, because I think I ordered mine through Pulse, and I haven't even got a hey, we're charging you. 
I can't look it up. I can't remember, honestly, because all of my pre-orders have been coming from, I want to say Big Bad. Did Big Bad have the Snow Serpent? Yeah, that's why yeah. I ordered mine, because by the time that okay. I went to place it on Pulse, they were gone. I think maybe mine came from Big Bad, but my pre-orders have been very sporadic. I've gotten some stuff from Big Bad. Today, I got uh, Grunt and the Crimson Viper from Amazon. I thought Low Light and Firefly from Big Bad were going to be here today, uh, and they didn't make it. They'll be here tomorrow. And then something is coming from pulse like it's been crazy usually one person will end up getting everything first uh but this that hasn't been the case so i can't keep up with who sent me what yeah pulse has been super sporadic but i appreciate them like hey we got this in and we're sending it now as opposed to waiting until the whole wave yeah oh yeah that's okay that's the other thing is uh my Range Viper and Big Ben will be here tomorrow from Walmart. And that's two Big Bens because of the one I ordered when they were in stock. Mm -hmm. And they shipped them both at the exact same time. So I didn't have the opportunity to cancel one. Mm. Uh, So, yeah, those are coming from Walmart. It's it's wild. Lots of stuff hidden. Yeah, I got the notification that... Uh, Firefly, Low Light, and Tunnel Rat will all be shipping soon, and I'm wondering if it's the last time I got like three or four figures all shipped at once, where they all came on separate days in separate packaging. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably, because I got my Firefly notice a day later than Low Light and Tunnel Rat. Oh, here's another weird one: is Grunt and Crimson Viper from Amazon. Got marked down to twenty three seventy four. <laughs> they sent me a little email saying, "Congratulations, you got a lower price on these items." I was like, "Okay, great, thanks." Uh, so let's take a look at this real quick. Here we go, everybody. Get ready for this fancy newness. Boom! Look at that. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Tommy Moto, you missed the ET story. That's okay. You can catch it on the uh, on the replay. It's a good one. It's uh, worth so this, it. This vehicle in the background here has been uh, the source of some conversation. Is speculation that it's a modern version of a snowcat, which I don't. I mean, it could be sure, but it doesn't look like a snowcat. No. My connection was there's a polar bear at the top, so I'm wondering if it's a modern version of a polar battle bear. See, I feel like that still has to be sort of a ski mobile, though. Yeah. Like this, it it's similar to uh it's a little warthoggy. It's mm-hmm. a little it's a little rhino-y. Mm-hmm. Um but I kind of wanted to talk a little bit, not too long because we've got so much to cover, but what if they put that up as the next HasLab. How do you think it would do, and what would you think about that? It's an all-new design that doesn't resemble something that came out in the 80s. I might be hesitant on that one. It'd have to be really cool. Well, I mean, it looks... Obviously, we can't see the whole vehicle, but, I mean, it looks pretty awesome to me. Yeah. I'm a sucker for snow vehicles, but... 
I can see a lot of people saying what Noel just said. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Because if is... you if you do a HasLab and you don't give the fandom something, you know, like vehicle-wise, they're going to say, oh, you gave me this instead of right, a right. Thunder Machine or the mobile battle base. Like, what's wrong with you? Well, and that nostalgia is also a big part of the FOMO. Um <clears throat> It it ju- it just is so, just something to think about. Uh, I, I but I even if it's just a piece of art in the background of the packaging, I think it's cool. I like seeing it. Uh, okay, so <laughs> somewhat without warning, the Python officer version two, apparently, because there's no they're both the officer. There's no trooper. Uh, Copperhead and the Python Patrol flight pod all went up last friday or thursday last week with like no warning at all i missed ordering the flight pod on pulse i don't believe it has gone back up but the other two have both gone back up a couple of times uh so i've got the officer and copperhead ordered from target and from pulse and then i've got the flight pod ordered from target um were you guys in on the on any of these? I they were gone from Pulse by the time I found out about them, but I did get a trouble bubble and the officer okay. from Target. I ordered uh, two of the officers, which is the the first Python Patrol thing I've bought yet. Uh, but I bought two of those from Target because they were not on Pulse anymore. But because that one was one where they. They made the announcement 19 minutes after they had gone live on right. Pulse. So, like, I woke up, I saw that email, and I was like, oh, already sold out. Yeah, that was pretty frustrating. They're, they're usually better about things than that. As a matter of fact, that's the first time in a very long time that I missed something on Pulse. Like, entirely. So, they're, they, they had a little issue with their messaging on that one. Well, I guess it was Thursday because PulseCon was Friday. And I think we had been assuming that they would go up during PulseCon. Yeah. And you know what? I got to say this. I got to go back to Big uh, Big Ben and Range Viper real quick. Kudos to Walmart for doing it, for shipping them, for not canceling my pre-orders, for actually getting them shipped. I mean, seriously, that's... Pretty they great. haven't shown up at your door yet. Don't jinx it. <laughs> well, yeah, right. That plane could go down. In in the smashed box or whatever they end right? up showing up in. Um, all right. Moving right along. You know what? We're going to talk about this later in the show, so we're going to skip past the Super 7 Cobra Mothership. Uh, we'll talk about that in Sound Off. And let's see here. We're officially in the news. Newsy news, 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 news. Oh, I put this up in the wrong order, but that's okay. We can talk about it out of order because nobody will know unless I say something about it. (laughs) Uh, So Mezco is part of their RumbleCon 2023 where they revealed a bunch of products, uh, mostly their proprietary stuff, which is fine. 
Uh, I mean, they're making some incredible stuff. I just can't work it into my collection budget. But look at this bad boy. What do you guys think of this? Yeah. Yeah, very cool little vehicle. You know, talking talking about... Um, oh, real quick. Hang on. Let me get my... Christmas Ape. Uh, Walmart canceled my Range Viper pre-order. Was this part of the mass pre-order cancellations that happened on like July 29th? Because I remember seeing that on his tank. Uh, anyway, sorry guys. Uh, so speaking of vehicles that are not pre-existing GI Joe vehicles, here's one from Mezco. I'm very interested to see what the price point is going to be, to see what the features are going to be, because they have so far, I believe, only delivered one 112 collective vehicle, and that was Judge Dredd's uh, Lawmaster. Mm. They showed a Batmobile years ago that never came to fruition. They teased something else and i can't remember what it was and that never happened uh but since this doesn't have any licensing fees attached to it i think i think we're gonna see it because clearly they're doing well with their rumble society stuff i'm just very curious about the price point that i mean it's probably gonna have electronics uh and it'll it's going to scale obviously with the with the 112 collective GI Joes. Mm-hmm. But that means it's not going to be quite the right size for classified. But if it had neon colors, it would fit right in with like 92 to 97 GI Joe. Like it looks like it could be a vehicle from that time. Oh, wow, I mean, you're right. You're totally right. If it was just, like it's neon- all black neon orange and green yep well and and it's entirely possible we'll see other color versions of this anyway i just thought the thing looked really cool and was definitely worth discussing as being gi joe adjacent next up gridiron putting out some pack rats basically did you guys see these things yes Mm mm-hmm that's uh, to give an idea of the scale of them. Uh, I dig it. It's a hundred bucks. It's it's not, again, not in my budget, but I love that they're doing it. I love that they're taking chances like this and doing creative things that are, you know, it's not a GI Joe knockoff. It's inspired by. Right. Yeah. It's a unique design, but it definitely has. It draws the inspiration from the the pack rats of gi joe and you know what i'm hoping hasbro sees this and says we got to make these yes and we, we've talked about on the show before that if they wanted to do something like short fuse comes with one uh blowtorch comes with one like however they want to do it put it yep. pack it in with a figure like scrap iron because yep, yep, they'd be about the same size right. as scrap irons yeah so I, I would love to see that. And now, you know, maybe Scrap Iron was establishing that skew to prepare the way for these things. But uh, yeah, how are based they off of Transformers, Hasbro pays attention to what these third party companies do. Yes. And Absolutely. they they look for that fan reaction. 
Uh, so th this is the MPAC 44H Fat Boy <clears throat> Mechanized Proprietary Assault Carrier, uh, named by Ric Flair, I guess. <laughs> uh, but you can find that on Gridiron's website. Go check it out. There, there are a few different modifications available, uh, and it just it's it's awesome. It's great. Right, and then this fellow, or I guess these fellows, uh, Operation Monster Force, which we have been big proponents of here on the show, are releasing General Brown, the operational leader, but it includes portraits of the Sentinels with enough heads that you could juggle them. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, this is, I want four of this. I don't know that I'll get four of this, but I want four of this because I, I love this idea. I want at least two and I'm saving the rest of my comments for when we get to a certain piece from PulseCon. I want, yeah, I, if I were to get, I, I'd want the, the Sam Elliott and the Joe Colton heads, essentially. Yeah, that Joe Colton head almost looks like it's flocked, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> like that's it's fantastic. This is Fresh Monkey Fiction knows what they're doing, and, and again, maybe a little more closely inspired by GI Joe than the Fat Boy, but <laughs> just great looking figure. I'm, I'm excited to I'm excited to see this whole line. And now, are we moving in? No, we're not quite moving in. Uh, to PulseCon officially yet. <laughs> so we got a couple other things to talk about. First of all, did you guys notice that Super 7's Mighty Morphin Power Ranger Ultimates are on Pulse? Mm -hmm. I believe that's the first time that's happened. <clears throat> yep. And it makes me wonder if the next wave of Joe Ultimates might be on Pulse, thereby saving some money on shipping. Maybe my un totally just my own opinion theory, no rumors to back it up. Uh, but because they have said that um, the Power Ranger figures are going on hiatus for 2024, the Lightning oh. Collection is on hold. Okay, this gives them product that they can right. still keep on Pulse to keep it going until because you know they announced some pieces at PulseCon but if your whole fandom leaves your site to get Ranger toys elsewhere then that's a really good point and another good point is even if the Joe Ultimates do end up on Pulse that's probably going to be the last place to ship them <laughs> so if you have a toy reviewing YouTube channel you probably should not order from Pulse. Uh, Christmas Ape. Loved your breakdown of my brother's keeper in the last podcast. Love when you talk Sunbow. We love when we talk Sunbow as well. Although we've covered an awful lot of Sunbow lately. Fellas, I think it might be Deke time soon. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I, I appreciate that someone could find something to love about my brother's keeper. <laughs> Even if it wasn't the episode, you just loved us talking about it. 
Okay, so yes, now we can officially start PulseCon because my next bullet point was possible December releases. Ripper, Hawk, Helix, Shockwave, and Buzzer. And now I think we've got a little more concrete information about them. So let's get right on into PulseCon. Look at that crew. First of all, I want to say I was working from home on Friday I watched the whole entire PulseCon from beginning to end. And obviously some parts of it were better than others. Dan Larson and what's Thew the other Adams. Thu, they were great. I was not familiar yeah. with Thu, but he was he was delightful. Dan Larson is is a pro. That guy should be elected president or something, as far as I'm concerned. Uh but the Joe team killed it. Yeah. Other fandoms were saying that they had the best presentation, despite the fact that they got theirs like trimmed down. Like they had to run through right. super fast because other ones went over. They have but I think so much... I think also because they were murdering everything that came before that Hasbro was like, We can't let like we just gotta shut them down because they're making everything <laughs> else look bad. <laughs> it's like well, that 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 Simpsons meme. The stop it! They're already dead. <laughs> but it's not just that the product they showed was so great. It's no. also their enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. They're they're just they're fun people. And then for when Larson joined them at the end of it, like it was just it was great. It's it's one of the best online presentations I've ever seen. It was fun. So it, let's talk about this. It. Is what I wanted. Um, Yojo June to be yes. So mm, I yes. hope that they give themselves plenty of time for that next year because yeah, yeah, the camaraderie was great. All right, well, Christian, you want to talk about this one? <laughs> we want to go through the name only before we get oh, into the right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's, okay. Bring our, let's bring our crew back up. We do have to do our name only. Okay, so we got name reveals. Uh, we're going to skip the first one because it ended up not being a name only reveal uh, and go straight to Night Creepers. How, where, where are you guys? I don't, I have just finished reading the comics where the Night Creepers kind of started to have a big role. I love the concept of the Night Creepers, but I don't know that I'm sold on the look. I'll be, I, I mean, I like the way they look. I'm curious as to what they're going to look like in Classified. Um, we've gotten some Night Creepers very recently that were very reminiscent, uh, a little bit more simplified for the the, the Snake Eyes movie. Right. Um, the five POA figures. And I mean, those were those were that was a neat little look, and if it's something like that with a little bit more detail in the camo and stuff like that, I would be I would be happy with those. I said I don't collect a lot of stuff that was after the '87 when I stopped collecting as a kid, um, but I might have to get a couple of Night Creepers. I mean, you know me; I'm going to end up getting at least one for <laughs> sure. Um, is are there a lot of parts on Nunchuck? You think that could go towards being a night creeper? Possibly, because he, the night creeper is going to have that unique chest piece, so it can be anybody you want there for that. You can mm. probably use some of the, the the legs. You could probably use nunchucks as a base. Christian, where are you on the night creepers? 
I'll have to see. I mean, I know I'm going to get at least one or two, um, but I, it's not a figure I remember my younger brother having. So there's no, and I know, I mean, I definitely didn't have it. Um, right, so there's right. no nostalgia attachment to it. I am concerned, though, they may do it as a deluxe because he's got a big loadout of weapons. But if they do the deluxe, then we'll probably get a retro down the road. That's true. Because now we've seen that pattern established. <laughs> uh, next up, something we've talked about endlessly on the show, the ferret. But here's my question about that. We've already got two Fireflies. We've already got two Tomaxes and two Zamotses. Who comes with the ferret? Because it's not going to be a standalone vehicle. I actually even saw some speculation because they just announced ferret in a, in a list of names that it was some new character called ferret. I don't believe they would do that um, and just announce it as a name like that. But who knows? They've also they 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 once announced mole rat, and we didn't know what that True. was at the time. Was there? Wasn't there a character called Ferret? I don't recall there being the demon. A... The demon driver was called Ferret. Oh, well, if that's the case, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, knowing our luck, it's going to be a troop builder that comes with it. What if Ferret comes with the Ferret? I'd be, yeah. Kevin Riddle said Storm Shadow V2, but Storm Shadow V2 was a Joe. So I don't think he'd right, come with a ferret. Right. I, but I like it. But yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Here's a good one. <laughs> Naugahyde. Yes! One, one who has only... Because I never had Naugahyde when I was a kid. I came across a minty mint loose Naugahyde complete and bought it because I was like, why not? I love Naugahyde now. I just don't understand how we've gotten Naugahyde and we still don't have a Road Pig announcement. Because Road Pig has to be perfect. <laughs> Lenny has the only working model of Road Pig on his desk and he's just, he can't stop tweaking it. <laughs> Perfection is the enemy of, of goodness or whatever that thing is. And, and, I, I want to put this out into the universe because they said he comes with a couple of friends. Yes. So we're going to have more than his boar. So yes. my fingers are crossed that he comes with Serpentor regressed back into the lizard form. <laughs> oh, that would be great. That he eats in the Deke episode. That would be perfect. Oh, here's that a good call. Uh, what's up from the hilt? Motor Viper wouldn't be bad with the ferret. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. And you could probably cobble that together with some existing parts and a new head sculpt. And then our final name reveals Retro Beachhead, Retro Eel, Retro Snow Serpent, with confirmation that the retro line going forward isn't as I thought it was going to be fan channel, but is just mainline release and will have thicker card stock. They are aware of the problem and they are fixing it. And they did confirm that plastic going forward on those and all. So that'll continue to happen. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, that's what I mentioned earlier with the snow serpent. um, Because I don't, I'm not that excited about this $35 snow serpent that's out there right now. I've got two on pre-order. I might just go ahead and cancel my two and wait for the retro ones, which are probably going to look more like I want the snow serpent to look. If it's, you know, how they've been going with the retro line anyway. Uh, and won't have all the extra accessories that I'm just going to put in a bag somewhere. My my guess is that it will have the more traditional snowshoes. It'll have the AK-47, um, and it won't be thirty-five bucks. My when when Noel mentioned this, I said cancel them, wait for the retro because I the snow serpent's not a bad figure by any means, but there are just things about it that I don't love. I I sent. I sent the guys a picture of here are the things I like about the snow serpent. And it was literally what, just holding the gun, I think. Yeah, it was just the bear figure. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ooh, I gotta watch this review. Well, the other thing too is troop troop so, builders should not be deluxe, just as a general rule, because well you're probably gonna sell more of them. They, but the way that they're doing it, I I can't ever argue with the toy company putting out a version that's not quite what people want, and then later putting out the version they want because that's how you keep toy lines going. Yeah, because people use of that out of those molds. People buy the deluxe troop builder. People buy the Tiger Force. People, but not everybody. True. Buy the Python Patrol, and it's how they pay for the tooling to do the version that we do want. And and I mean I'm still getting my snow serpent because I to me now the the deluxe with the the wolf gear and all that he's the officer. And when the retros yes. come out, then I'm going to be able to troop build to the, you know, the just regulars well and even if you don't use all the the wolf attire like you know the figure is going to look different so it still serves as an as an officer just on i own. like all the i i like the, the look the wolf, the wolf stuff on. it's not it's not bad i just don't want it yeah. on the figure if that makes sense uh all right moving along to our render reveals now it is time to move on to the nipple-tastic Big Boa. Christian, we have nipple size. Yes, bring tell the us, nipple. Tell us, tell us about those Cesaro-sized dinner plate nipples. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I When I finally was able to watch this, because I was on a shoot all day on Friday, and I had already been warned uh, about the nipples, and all I could think of when they started talking about it was Kung Pao when they do the movie intermission and the one guy's like, my nipples look like milk duds. <laughs> so to me, big boa with that square jaw and that big Hulkam body is going to have this very high pitched voice anyway. <laughs> um, and, and you know what? Let me say this. I was so distracted by all the nipple talk. That I didn't even notice. Look, look at, look, look at the thighs on him. Look at yeah. those huge thighs. He looks like he Mantar. Does not skip. Which does the, not I mean, the original like figure that. also had giant thighs yes. too. And I'm glad so, they brought that forward. It's a good update. And we get the, yeah. we get the actual head. So we now, after all these years, 
know what Big Boa looked like. And and, and um, Paul Harding is who sculpted the head for it. And he, he commented on his socials that, you know, Hasbro was basically like, there was never any concept to what the face underneath that helmet looked like. So go to town. Yeah. And I, I have said this to many people, like this last wave with shipwreck, rock and roll, snow job, like everyone from that wave through everything they're showing us here, the head sculpts are just leaps and bounds so much better than what well, we got before. And my, my plan is to put Chuckles and Big Boa in a in a scene together, both beat up with the oh, beat with up their faces. missing teeth. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so we we get um, the new chest sculpted chest piece, the new thighs. Um, I've seen some talk online that the gloves are too small because obviously the original figure the gloves were like oversized to fit over his hands, but. Well, these are different. They... They're not quite boxing gloves. I don't right. think though. I yeah. think they're like right. sparring or striking or they're not quite MMA. But I, th right. I think they're meant to be something different. Because I <laughs> I can't this is weird to say for a you know this character, but I think they're taking a slightly more serious kind of route. <laughs> with him um well he doesn't, so, he doesn't come with a punching bag on a stand that says joe on it and that's the yeah now that actually did disappoint me a little <laughs> bit i was like okay so we get the two weights which is cool um i love the bandaged hands like i yeah. absolutely am going to be with torn. blood with blood yes like never would have thought you know, so, remember, like that used to be the elusive variants for McFarlane figures that you right. never found in the big right. box stores. And now, holy crap. But I mean, he he looks like a mm -mm kicker. And so we'll just have to wait for the retro big boa that rather than the alternate portrait and the weights comes with the the big boxing gloves and the punching bag. I <laughs> I feel like that's a joke however <laughs> when i saw him i well once i started talking about the retro figures i did think that could possibly be in the works because you could give a really good chromed helmet the the more traditional boxing gloves and but i'm incredibly excited and i i can't believe we're getting big boa this early in the I mean, way. I was surprised we got Croc Masters earlier as we did, so mm -hmm. it's not like this. Nothing surprised me at this point in time. Yeah, I'm Croc just waiting Master for Crystal Ball to be announced. Oh, Crystal right. Ball, Crystal Ball, and Raptor. Those are yep. my dream figures. Let's go. The wacky '87 Cobra Crew. All right, we got it real quick. Yeah, uh, just because I noticed this earlier today. Uh, Toy Reclaimer, Grunt's head looks great on Falcon's body. It's funny you say that because I saw a close-up picture of Grunt today on Instagram, and my first thought was, oh, that looks like Falcon. So I, I agree with that 100%. Uh, okay. Next up, we've talked about him many times. I guess there's not going to be many on the list that we haven't talked about many times. Uh, 
Airborne, who they said would be arriving before our dragonflies. Looks great. Looks like Airborne. Yep. And uh, just to stick with tradition, they farmed a lot of parts from scrap iron for him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> As they the, should. Yeah, what they did, you know, previously. It just in reverse order. Yeah, he looks great. I like uh, the backpack looks like it should look like everything about it. The, the only thing I'm not, and this is going to be just me and how I feel about this particular facet of military gear i understand the practicality and the real world use of the night vision goggles on the front of the helmet but i just think it looks so stupid on a toy i realize that is not going to be a popular opinion but i just do not like it but it looks like they've got i think lenny said the two pairs of goggles where so one could go on his helmet and one could go on his face. Mm-hmm. They said that so, about Hawk. It, oh, did he say that about Hawk? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's yeah, yeah, got, yeah, yeah. He's got two pairs too, though, doesn't he? Well, he's got two. He's got two different types of goggles. Well, my hope is that you can put one of those pairs of goggles over that slot on the front of his helmet. Yeah, like the original those, like, Airborne. Yeah. It's and like I said, I I get it. That's a real thing. It's it's it works. But I, I just, I just think it looks so goofy. I agree with you, Hilt. That, uh, da, 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 da. uh I can't find it now. Uh, Airborne should come with repelling gear that can attach to the dragonfly. Oh wait, that... that's the wrong. It jumped. There we go. <laughs> uh, oh, you guys, cool. can you guys? You guys can't feature the comments. Only I can do that. Oh, I don't know. We'll give it a try. I'm just looking at it on my phone usually. Oh, oh. These that like I saw it and I'm like, oh, let me just speak out. Do you yeah, have you probably will have to do it because you're I would guess you're the admin. Oh yeah. Okay. But can you I don't guys have an bring, account? Can you guys bring the comments up on your screen though? I've got them up on my screen. But you I've got them on my screen. It doesn't yeah. give you the option to show them like when you hover over them. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, we'll go back to Kevin Reynolds. Looks great, but would have chosen a different rifle. Uh, I like that submachine gun, but I agree his original would have been cool. Otherwise, though, it looks great. Colors look good. And so actually, we there's a comment up here that said something about, I think it was from the hilt, said something about, I uh, hope it looks better than the render. And I got to say, for the most part, I think these usually end up looking better than the render. More more often than not, I think the in-hand, fig- in-hand figure looks better than the render does. It, you, they usually aren't as cartoony, because I think the renders have a tendency to look a little cartoony. But then when mm-hmm. you get them in hand, they, they don't quite look that way. And they did mention that they muted the colors a bit from the, you know, the original figure just to make it look a little bit more realistic. I, um, I like the, I like the, the blue. I think that the green kind of gets lost over it in this render, but again, this might look different when we get it in hand. Yeah. I do wish the green. Well, I don't know. It's not bad. Yeah. I think once we're, once we get it in hand, there will be a little more contrast. If it were just a little, 
darker. Well, no, darker wouldn't be bad. I don't know. Now I gotta say, I think they chose the right green. I think it looks pretty good. And I and I think in person it'll stand out a little bit more. I see what you're saying, Noel, because my eyes don't really notice it. Um I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but also like once his knife handle is sticking out. I think it'll draw your eye in more because right now mm-hmm. there's just so much blue around it. I think unless you went with like a coloring crown green, it wouldn't stand out. Oh, uh, thanks from the hilt. That is, uh, we are learning. So there we go. Uh, okay. Next up, this should get a lot of conversation and it, yeah, he's got okay. So let's let's put I want to put a pin in the nipple conversation. As somebody who has been collecting wrestling figures for decades, it drives me insane that they don't have nipples. It looks so bizarre to me because guess what? Uh, hand show of hands. Who here has nipples? Every single human on the planet has nipples. Put nipples on these figures. My God, it's bizarre to me. It's so strange. All right. So speaking of nipples, here's here's quick. He's got extra hands. Like (laughs) they're finally listening to us. Yes. Yes. Fist hands, and he's got chopping hands. Well, what's funny is this really does. So many people have made custom quick kicks out of that one uh, Shang Chi figure, Mm -hmm. and this kind of. I mean, obviously. This looks very much more like Quick Kick, but it's it's very similar to those customs. It's really funny. So when this guy popped up, Noel, uh, what was your first thought? That's Quick Kick. I mean, <laughs> it, you you know, just the, don't fix what's not broken. Um, he's you know uh, the the backpack's a little different, I guess, than the original one, but. Uh, because the original one was just a gray backpack uh, that was just kind of um, kind of like oval shaped, and it just had uh, a, a slot for the sword. Um, I love the fact that he comes with the fudgy bar. It's not what I would have pictured the fudgy bars looking like. I would have pictured it uh, more like a like an ice cream bar. So that's what drove me crazy. Is in my head, I thought we saw the frozen fudgy bars. And then it was like a, you know, had the sticks in the bottom. Mm-hmm. But I can't find a photo reference anywhere except for custom frozen fudgy bars people have made. And they look like this, oh, like a, okay. like a, hmm. like a Hershey bar. Maybe I, I'll have to go back and watch the episode again when they meet them. Cause uh, I, if they're going to show it, it's probably, was it part? three or whatever of is it pyramid of darkness see i thought i remembered bazooka eating one at one point but that i may be making that up hmm. somebody in the chat knows yes we've always got someone in the chat who can fill us in on our oh polls. no oh everybody let's all take a moment for new york night 1974 oh no i don't have nipples i lost them in a knitting accident New York night, 1974. I'm so sorry for your, no, we're talking about your own, not the ones that you took from other people to knit into a sweater. (laughs) (laughs) I misplaced my stolen nipples. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi. Do you think they based the figure on the customs? I mean, 
I there's no doubt in my mind they're aware of those customs for sure. Uh, here's here's my only real issue with this is he's got those nunchucks that are just pieces of plastic. I yeah. I, I hate it. I also say this too. He's got two heads, and I don't. There's not that much glaring difference between them to the point where I think it was necessary to have a. Second oh, head. I disagree because that that alternate head is blue steel. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I will probably display it with that alternate head. Yes, especially because mm-hmm. he's going to be probably like posing in chops when I have him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. It just when I see when I see a second head, I want it to be like something that is dramatically different than the other one. I, yeah. I don't like having just bought a Danhausen figure that has two heads that I cannot literally tell the difference between. <laughs> This to me is a striking chain uh difference in heads and and good point. Mandalorian Jedi, where is Rachel? Seriously, she's our oh she's yeah GI Joe wiki over here. Right. Especially wow. when it comes to international releases. Yeah, absolutely. Uh and from the hilt, Bazooka definitely ate a frozen frozen mm-hmm. fudgy bar. That's what I thought. We're we're gonna have to do a little research. All right, sorry, Christian, what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say like Typically, I don't, I'm with you as far as the nunchucks go. Like, how difficult is it to not just make them a solid piece of plastic? But I am so bothered, like, flames over the throwing star with the... Uh, Not being removable? No, 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 no. The one that, the piece, the one that he has to make it look like he's throwing it. With the blue plastic, with like the yeah, movie, not just like swipes. Oh. I, mean, I feel like if you wanted to do that, then you could have given us a hand that had like you know the throwing star in it. Well, they more did that than... with one of the snake eyes, or no, Storm Shadow, right? Today I learned that Quick Kick comes with an extra throwing star that I just thought was part of the background of this picture for the, the last retro three days. Retro Storm no. Shadow has a throwing star hand. Oh, see, I didn't get. I just have the regular release. This, this Storm to Shadow. me, this to me is uh... <laughs> Rachel. If you're listening to this on the podcast, we miss you and stop yelling at the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. This to me is them picking up bad habits from the Marvel people because Marvel has done a lot yes. of effects like that. And I don't. Yes, I just don't, don't like ever them. look good. No. Mm-mm. All right. Let's see. Uh, moving along. Oh, man. I covered my notes up with pictures of frozen fudgy bars. <laughs> uh, all right. As I said, everybody just be patient. A purple one is on the way. And sure enough, our purple Techno Viper uh, looks pretty fantastic. Yep. Although, uh, is that a missing accessory that's just highlighted there in red on the no, left? No, that's the wrist hologram. Remember the the one with the MMS or SMS uh, or whatever okay. it is had the, the wrist like hologram type deal that's this one's version of it gotcha and i I think they said it's a different piece than the one that comes with the red one well thank goodness they put it on a red background (laughs) well it's fine i mean i i get it 
Uh, red considering I did not notice it until Noel said something. <laughs> well, it said I didn't even notice the throwing star until we were just having that um, last conversation. It blended into the background. I like that they do keep the backgrounds uniform, though. Cobra's red, Joe is blue. Like mm. it, it I, I do appreciate that consistency. Uh, all of the weapons. This was interesting because usually those would be in separate little pieces. Uh, all the weapons in the backpack are removable, mm-hmm. and the hose connects to all of them. So that's nice. It looks great. I mean, I don't honestly, yeah. I don't have much to say about it. It looks like it should look. Yeah, yeah. This was one of my favorite figures in the twenty fifth line, and I'm incredibly happy. Like, it will be hard not to get multiples. Yeah, this is one that it's Join it's my army. <laughs> <laughs> it's more justifiable to only have one because it's a specialist. But it just looks so cool. I'm going to want more than one. Yes. Yeah. Christian, this is all yours. Oh. <laughs> I again I'm so excited. I cannot believe we're already getting to him in this line. Um, I just, okay, Metalhead. One of the best figures to come out in the post-92 era, Joe's. Um, So he's got an updated look compared to his G1 figure, but to me... It makes sense. It's not updated in that blackout kind of way. Like, I don't think his his launchers look futuristic. And I actually think that the new backpack piece that has, like, articulation so he could actually aim them better, like, that makes way more sense. And a few of the Final Faction figures had that in their the extra weapons packs that you can get. And I, yeah, I just think it's so, so, so much better. I love that they have the, um, the, the texture that's around the ports of the, the launchers that sort of like grid. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it has like some kind of military technical name. Um, but the blast effects, for the rockets, yes. Um, the okay, the helmet. When I first saw this photo, I was like, "Why does he have a gladiator helmet?" And when I finally got to hear them talk about it, makes sense because I will say, on that original figure, the bullet head helmet. It's not the best looking thing, and I tend to display him without it. Um, Which is why he was never he never wore it in the right, cartoon yeah. or like anytime they showed him. Yeah. Which is why I I I find it funny that they included it. Or included a helmet, a helmet. with him. Mm-hmm. Because how many people are going to display him with that helmet? It's not you know, that is not a helmet, say, like, 
duke or roadblock where you know it sits on your head and then your face is still seen like that goes down over his goggled eyes um but with the spikes and everything it fits in with him but yeah i will probably never never use it um i love the rob liefeld grimace snarl that he has like yeah as long as he looks at least as good as this render for me they knocked it out of the park and maybe it's only because he's a deluxe we have paint apps on the weapons the knife is not a single solid color the guns are not a single solid color they've been better about that lately true there have been spots of paint on on the stuff i think they're aware of that it just hasn't been consistent enough um again not you know it's not distracting say like going as far back as beachhead right but uh the red with the black i mean that's just perfection well, and the individual um, blast effects for each of the rockets. Each is rocket, yeah. Just awesome. Like this, this is going to be a fun figure to mess around with. Yeah. And there's more to say about him, but we can't do it until sound off. That's right. Um, I also, in keeping with the updating him, I do like that they justified a lot of the updates by saying, you know, he's firing these rockets from right up against his body. He needs protection. He needs blast shields. Um, I, although mentally Metalhead doesn't because OSHA doesn't exist in the world, (laughs) as they said. Well, and Cobra certainly, or the Iron Grenadiers certainly don't care about OSHA. Well, and you know what? That is something that I picked up on because they never mentioned him as an Iron Grenadier. And that's what I was wanting to mention is that, because they mentioned, not only did they not mention Iron Grenadiers, they mentioned he was a member of Cobra several times. Oh, did they mm-hmm. specify? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. But uh, maybe because we don't have that version of Destro yet. They're not. But Ferret's coming. Yes. <laughs> we, right. I mean, you Ferret eventually is have be to our... get the Iron Grenadier soldier. Ferret but... is going to be our first Iron Grenadier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, there's not really been... They've never even really hinted at anything Iron Grenadiers thus far, so... I feel like it's going to be a, handle that. I feel like it's going to be a big deal when they do it. Like I think it'll be Goldhead Destro with his uh the spoiler and we could get a retro version of him very easily because all you got to do swap out the accessories uh to look more G1, give him the bullet helmet and maybe Give him the Metalhead version 2 head. Head. There's Rachel. I don't know how the, He's going to have too many accessories to probably sell as a retro figure because there's... I don't think they're uh, putting this true. guy on a $25 card at any point in time. Darn. Oh, no, definitely not. I mean, you, I don't you see how you could. The, yeah, I mean, you could strip down the, the blast effects 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, you've got to have the whole missile system, yeah, I, or else he's I not a metalhead. But well, that's what I'm unless... saying. Like, you could make the backpack, like you could make it like the G1 with no articulation, just a backpack that snaps onto him and the two big ones on his thighs. Or they do a retro deluxe figure that's in some kind of fancy special packaging or something. Oh, they could do an Iron Grenadier set. A convention exclusive. All that we that's too much speculation. We gotta move yes. on. We gotta move on. We got more news because look at that good boy. The good boy and the mean boy head. Yes. Yeah. Uh the, these are fantastic. Well now, granted, we already saw a prototype mm-hmm. uh of these guys at San Diego Comic Con, but I am so excited for this set. From the start, this is one we've talked about a lot. Uh, This Mm -hmm. is on everybody's want list. We've already seen the incredible animals that the classified line has been producing. So to finally get Junkyard, who... I guess Timber probably is like the top Joe animal. Right? Well, because if Snake Eyes was drowning in a pit of sand... Timber, Timber would, would try him. to do something. Junkyard whereas would run Junkyard away. just runs away. <laughs> yes. We've learned that this year. <laughs> but he's still a good boy. Uh, so th- this is a great set. Instant pre-order whenever it goes up. Can't wait to get my hands on it. Uh, and it looks great. I mean, it's... And it's going to be, it'll be the, the pet uh, pricing. So it's going to be more. But they, it's not just having Junkyard in there, too. He does have a lot of accessories. He's got mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of extra hands. He's got, um, you know, guns and nightsticks and knives and all all that he needs. So, I am a little disappointed though that he doesn't have. And somebody in the chat can probably tell me uh, Mutt's original pistol with the. I think it had the suppressor. Yeah. On it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a little yeah, disappointed a, in that. It's like a Mac Ten, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, submachine uh, gun. Yeah. Um, but I do like that he's got a M16, which is aside from the Joe laser rifle, like kind of the standard issue Joe rifle in my personal cannon. I like the little can of mace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a nice touch. And you know that's going to store somewhere on him. It's got mm-hmm. to. But that's what. That's what my Mutt is going to fight Cobra with. He doesn't need a gun. You know what? Mutt also has two pairs of goggles. Yeah, so they... they I can't remember if it was with him or if it was with Hawk where they, they justified the including two sets of goggles in that when you're, you know, the one that goes on the helmet, they don't want you to have stretched out goggles that then won't fit on their face. So you right. can have one set for the helmet, one set for them. So. Which is great. Yeah, it that, makes that's... sense. Like, I don't look at Dusty anymore now. Like, why? Like, that was so dumb. But, yep, no, makes sense. At least with Dusty, the second set of goggles found a purpose to hold his 
helmet in place eventually. <laughs> You're right. That was some weird engineering. We're not going to talk about that wave anymore. <laughs> We're going to move on to finally the official announcement. Retro Scarlet, one of the figures I think we've all been waiting for uh, with the M16, with the G.I. Joe laser rifle, the, the XLR-1 or whatever the heck it is. I, I will never remember that for some reason. With the crossbow, with the hip quiver, which I love, which you can take off if you don't like it. It's fine. Uh, I, this is... This is great. This is the Scarlet we've been waiting for. This is a slightly muted Ultimates figure is what this looks like when you, well, when you see this. So, <laughs> again, Paul Harding sculpted this. And for everybody in the chat, if you don't follow Paul Harding's socials, please do. Because he can't talk about the figures before they're announced. But once they're announced, he will tell you what's reused, what his inspirations are. And there were two things he said about Scarlet that stuck out. Because when I saw this, I thought, oh, we have the option of ponytail or no ponytail. Because her original figure just had the short hair. No. there She has a ponytail that is flat against her back. The second ponytail is sculpted. So when she wears her backpack, it rests over it. Uh, which fantastic there's so many older figures that don't do that and he said to trust him when he says as good as she looks in the render the prototype looked even better in person so i like i see what you're saying noel but i feel like once we have her in hand she's gonna pop a lot more mm -hmm. so real quick uh, Christmas ape, yuck those tan guns. However, I will because I, I the Valkyries tan guns I'm not a fan of at all. However, in the Sunbow cartoon, that's the correct color for that laser rifle. Uh, I'm not saying I necessarily love that, but the question that I had after seeing this and the Duke render where do I even need super sevens ultimates anymore? <laughs> and I don't know what the answer to that is, to be honest with you. This will be a lot cheaper. Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah, Scarlet looks great. Must have. And I, I still core, don't core love... character. I still don't have on my shelf because I did not care for the blackout design. So Duke roadblock, Scarlet, I skipped all those, um, the initial round. So uh, getting... I'm still not a huge fan of the pegs on the backpack to store the, the the weapons through the trigger guards, and I don't have a better solution. But it just doesn't look great to me. Yeah. But I probably won't even put the backpack on her. So whatever. Yeah. Ricando. We knew it was happening, but um, we did not know we were going to get it as a retro figure because, like, we got Bazooka as a regular mainline figure um, after his Tiger Force. But now we're taking advantage of, I guess, this now being a mass release 
line with the with the retros and not just a Target or a mm-hmm. Walmart exclusive that you can do this. Just throw your repaint in this way instead of uh, doing it as a, as a regular numbered figure. And so much time had has passed since we got Tiger Force Rakondo that when he popped up, I was like, wait a minute, we already have him. <laughs> no, oh, that's his right. G1 look. It oh, never, yeah, crap. it never happened. And I'd like to point out, look at the contrast in the camo on his pants. Oh, yeah. I was concerned that it would be some kind of really light green that wouldn't stand out very well, but this looks great. And it's so like intricately painted. I love it. Yeah, they've done a really nice job with that. Okay, so here it is. Wait, real quickly, real quickly, yes. jumping back to Scarlet real quick. Craig oh. Dukas, with any luck, Scarlet's crossbow will include the handle. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, from the hilt now from the hilt you could show up every single live stream we have until the end of time and tell me that it's the xmlr 3a laser rifle and i will never ever remember it i don't know why i have a mental block about that thing it's ridiculous uh all right finally another one that uh well some people will say they they don't care because not everybody likes duke but i think this is the duke i wanted from the start I don't dislike the Operation Blackout Duke, but I look at this and I think, aside from that hideous printing on his shovel, <laughs> what? This is, is the that? Duke I, I don't even understand that. Fighting for like, freedom wherever there's trouble over land and sea and air. Does it? Yeah, is but, that what it says? Yeah. And they mention it on his and shovel. Yeah, and they mentioned that it was kind of a, a play on the original. I was like, well, no, those are the words from the movie theme, but. I guess I blocked that. Well, maybe maybe you move his bandolier out of the way, and he's got a sucking chest wound underneath it. I'm hoping (laughs) you can just reverse the shovel. It's going to be on his back anyway, so it's it's not going to be visible on my shelf. But see, I'm just thinking necessary details. I hope that the shovel is removable. I don't think it is, but it should be because it's like whoever be so worthy that holds this (laughs) shovel holds the power of GI Joe. (laughs) And then I can put a Thor head on him. Thor head. (laughs) Now I'm picturing picturing Thor's face on somebody's forehead. (laughs) Thor head. Uh yeah, this I mean it's great. It's got the helmet. It's got the well, the. He's got the machine, the submachine gun too, the uh, the pulverizer, yes. and it makes me wonder if they're going to do a stalker as a retro figure eventually. I we've talked about it. I hope so because I want more contrast in his camouflage. Yeah, I'd love to have it, have one that has a more kind of like cartoon sunbow camo. Every. Every camo figure that has come out in this line so far, they could do a retro version of with better camouflage, and I would be very happy. Uh, Okay, where are we? Let me bring my notes back up here. Oh, we've got even more because they announced, Uh, as we had speculated on the show for the 60th anniversary next year, uh, of the brand, obviously, of not Real American Hero, although uh, sometimes I feel like I'm 60 years old. Uh, so here is the Action Soldier, 
which is something that I think Noel, you had specifically suggested that they could do the action soldier, the action sailor, mm-hmm. that like as classified figures. What do you think of what they've shown us? I mean, first thing I thought of was, wow, they're gonna give Valiverse a run for their money because yeah. uh, this is this is the kind of thing that I could definitely see a Valiverse collector going for. Um, you've got a big loadout. You've got a very traditional military look. And uh, I, I was thinking if they're going to do this, they would do these more figures that look like the original G.I. Joe figures. They'd be more like um, period appropriate to the 60s. Um, but they went with a more modern look here. And I mean, so this is not the kind of figure that I would probably buy. But I think it's great that they're doing this in this line and using classified as a vehicle to put out other different types of figures and, as well. And they're going to sell like crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, we gotta I, I gotta jump back up here. Uh Mandalorian Jedi. I love the Duke, a little Sharpie can fix the shovel. We're gonna have to talk at a future show about one of the G.I. Joe fan club magazines that told you how to add details to the original real American hero Joe's using a Sharpie. That was a thing. Uh, and then from the hilt, catch you guys as often as I can, but I'm usually doing my own live streams at the same time. My show tonight just happened to be short. We're glad you're here, man. You've had a yeah, lot of good information. We appreciate it. Uh, Ooh, action, sh- action soldier should be a two pack with the female version. I like that idea. So this is where, I was saying I had to hold off a comment from that Monster Force figure. I was really excited for these. I was really hoping that it was going to be a throwback. Having the completely covered heads kills it for me. And I wanted wanted to want this figure so badly. I... But to... You know, they made the joke about the flocked hair. And maybe I just love my eagle eye Joe concept too much that it, it, they have sculpted so many good bearded heads in this toy line to not give us a Joe Colton head in an anniversary figure just feels well wrong. But who says they're not? Well, yeah, because they said these are only. They said, yeah, they said these are just two of the releases for the 60th anniversary. There is, look. Okay, true. I I just. I believe that Hasbro is going to get a Joe Colton head to market before that Operation Monster Force Joe Colton head hits. Because that's not till spring of 2025. Right. I think we're going to see that bearded head and classified. I really, really do. And I like that this is a troop builder. So they, they put the balaclava on it. You buy as many as you want. You kit each one out a little bit differently. Like it makes sense to me. And I think we're going to see a more character specific Joe Colton or Eagle Eye Joe or whatever the case may be. I really do. And we're also going to see Torpedo 2.0. <laughs> yeah. This is great. I love my I aquatic love this. Theme. Yeah, I love my aquatic theme figures. 
Now, this one does have the exposed portrait. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it also has clear lenses. But I, this looks great. I, I love this as support for Torpedo. I just hope that the spear gun is made of a firmer plastic. <laughs> Any more thoughts about this guy? I mean, it kind of is just, you know, well, it's a real world military seal. Yeah, awesome. I'm for sure getting this one, if not two of them, to be able to display both, like you said, with Torpedo. And... Uh, let's see. Daniel Rodriguez, are the action soldiers exclusive or mainline? We don't know yet. My guess is that they're going to be, if, if I had to guess, I'd say fan channel. But it's an anniversary, so I don't know. They may be mainline. Yeah, I don't know how. Like, I don't know how well these would do if they're on the shelf at Walmart. Right. But but they'll they'll sell well online. I am one hundred percent positive of that. Uh, let's see. Uh, I also like the fact that they come with stands, so they are like. I I I kind of wish they'd have normalized that from the beginning. Um, yeah, especially since they're doing them in the retros and now they're doing them in these anniversary figures. Uh, New York night, 1974, where's action Marine. It'd be awesome to have a dress blues gung ho with some friends. Uh, I think we will, we'll see the action Marine. We'll see the action pilot. Uh, Mm -hmm. hopefully we will also see the action pilot astronaut. Yeah. Uh, I do not think we'll ever see dress blues gung ho because the Marine Corps, that's all of that stuff is licensed now. And I think it gets complicated when they want to do. Yeah, that's they had to oh, that's right. Take liberties with his tattoo. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 So I don't know that we'll see that. Uh, and then my, my last bullet point here was the fact that they mentioned flocked hair, or rooted hair, rooted hair. No, thank you. Uh, but flocked. Good. I would love a flocked if they did it. It's like an exclusive, like a San Diego Comic Con exclusive or something. Put some flocked hair on something. I'm you down. can make flocked hair for sure work on an action figure. Yeah, but not rooted, not at one twelve scale. Uh, so next up, we get into our December. Well, first of all, here's Dan Larson joining the team, uh, which was just the most fun segment of the entirety of PulseCon. Uh, you can tell he's just a, a fanboy, just like we are. Uh, and we show we got to see Ripper. Ripper looks weird, but awesome. This almost supports my... Remember when we talked about the fact that these Dreadnoughts do not come with backpacks? And I said, oh, the retro versions will. This almost feels like a little support for that because he does look just different enough mm-hmm. to where I think they could get away with doing a more faithful version. Well, yeah, because Dan didn't Dan mention that he missed the belly shirt? Yes. So <laughs> we know that he doesn't have that. So absolutely they could do. And all it would take is the quick kick torso with a rubber overlay mm-hmm. to do the belly shirt. Uh, we got the box art which you can see in the background there he's clearly in cold slithers recording studio (laughs) we got a look at general hawk 
who everybody keeps saying looks like Dan Larson. Dan Larson said it looks like Dan Larson. I thought that the big boa head looked more like Dan Larson than this <laughs> head looked like Dan Larson. Just uh, missing a tooth. The only thing that I question about Hawk is his, his knee pads are a little weird to me. The one on the his his right leg, um, yeah, it just looks a little off. The one on the the one on the left leg looks fine. But I'm I'm very excited to see this in person. I think they've done a great job with it. They've given him a lot of character. Like mm-hmm. that that original General Hawk figure was great. I loved it, but by modern standards, it's. It's not bland. That's not the word I'm looking for. But this this has been, he looks a little more grizzled. He looks a little more war-torn. Like, he's been through some stuff. Uh, and I appreciate that. And with the, like, snow job, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, like, the bulkier clothes, I guess, is is what I'm trying to say. They've done such a good job with. So the the jacket I was sort of worried about. Right, before. right about how it would look, yeah. Right. Well, because we've all talked about that chest articulation just kind of like you know, breaking the aesthetics, but again, with snow job, it, it didn't. And I know he has a zipper going down him, but I just feel like once I have it in hand, it's again, going to look incredible. So, well, snow job has the benefit though, of having his web, the web gear, right. To, to kind of conceal his, whereas Hawk doesn't have that, but in, in hand, I'm sure it'll look fine. Right, but if it were up to me personally, I would just be eliminating torso joints left and right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have them. Yeah, I think a ball jointed waist really yep. is all you need. Hundred percent. All right, so we see his box there, and uh, with look at that in the background. What do we got there? We've got a triple T. We've got the original GI Joe headquarters, and then is that a stun? I believe it looks like it to the left there. And then somebody on some kind of hang glider jetpack business uh, up in the sky. Just great. I can't wait to get a nice close look at this box art. Let all the speculation begin. Right. Right. <laughs> People are going to be asking for the GI Joe headquarters. Uh, <laughs> has lab next. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Agent Helix, who I like a lot more now than I did mm-hmm. from the render. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she looks way more interesting, much, much better. I like her wild wrist saber things, but I like the fact that they're removable even more. You don't have to use them. I'm much more excited about this figure than I was initially. Uh, and I believe this was pointed out on his tank, and I think whoever pointed it out is correct. I think that her background got swapped with Shockwave's background on the okay. box art. 
because she's got a SWAT van behind her and Shockwave is like out in the middle of nowhere. It's really weird. That's a, that is an unusual. Well, you've got the steps there leading up to the house. So, you know, she's baking some cupcakes and kicking butt all at the same time. She's getting <laughs> those kids off of her damn lawn. <laughs> And then speaking of Shockwave, there he is. Now, this this is not one of my guys. Do either either one of you have any attachment to Shockwave? He was after I was collecting. He's one of the few, like, 88 figures that I really kind of still coveted as a kid. Um, even though I never had one at the time. Um, I mean, I, I, I like this figure. Uh, I like the character enough. So uh, I went ahead and pre-ordered him, even though he's outside of the, the wheelhouse that I normally uh, put my pre-orders in for. Yeah, I have no attachment to him. And I know when we saw the render, I thought he's, you know, he's fine. Uh, but seeing the prototype here, I really like it. I like the digi camo. I, <laughs> I like the uh, Cobra countdown on his yeah. shield um so yeah i just gotta have somebody sparring off with firefly um you know on my shelf somewhere so yeah this one uh, again i like this much more than the render mm -hmm. which is which is like i said before is often the case Right. Super I... Seven will re-release the Cat Slayer with a large cannon where the cat's head is, <laughs> and that'll somehow knock a hundred dollars off the price. So yeah, see, Shockwave is by a lake, and like this makes no yeah. sense for him. <laughs> I really feel like they they swapped up the the backgrounds on these, and I wonder if the final product will be like this. I think it's interesting though that they don't have the trademark for shockwave because they've been selling shockwave transformers right right for a while so and i'm not i'm not an ip lawyer or anything but typically if they can if you can put it in one line they can usually put it in another and then finally we've got buzzer with with what i have to say are absolutely terrible looking sunglasses i i hate <laughs> I hate to just dump on anything about classified, but my gosh, those look awful. Yeah, and this this was as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Why did you make his glasses removable?" Yeah, there was it's no unnecessary. reason for for him or Ripper, and I'm sure probably the same for Torch. Whenever we see him too, there's no reason for them to have removable sunglasses. Th this is like. 1998 Jack's Pacific WWF bad. <laughs> and I, I, like I said, I hate to say it, but boy, it's not good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, uh, and I, they don't I, even look like Buzzer's glasses to me. No, mm -hmm. they don't. They don't. If they had just straight up made him goggles that just go all the way around his head, that would have been better than this. Well, thank goodness so many of the other figures come have with goggles. Goggles, right? That right. maybe with 
and I'm not being facetious. Like that no, may no. end up being what I do. I'm totally serious because I'm not putting these on him, but I'm also not going to have mm-hmm. Buzzer walking around without something over his eyes. But this presents yet another opportunity for a retro figure because we need a chainsaw gun. Yeah. We need the yeah. backpack and we need a head with just the, the mirror shades sculpted on. I when they were justifying giving him just the regular chainsaw, I felt like in my gut, Lenny, you're trying too hard to convince us because you know this is gonna be touchy for people. And and I did honestly did not think it, it would be something that bothered me. Like I wouldn't I didn't care. Either. But, but I care. I do. And what's funny is this is a new chainsaw. Like this isn't even like right. the Arctic bat chainsaw or anything. Like this is a new piece. Mm-hmm. It's it's really really a strange decision. But you know, coming from a place of this pays for the tooling, and then the next one gives us what we want. So you know, that's the game we play here. Hasbro, don't make me regret all these pre-orders when you release better <laughs> versions later. <laughs> I will never regret a pre-order. Uh, all right. Well, that is the news. We have run down everything uh, from... Well, real, So before we end PulseCon, I don't know if this beats Rachel's comment, but it's awfully darn close so we have milt drab or sorry milt rob uh i bought the baton and riot shield and the shockwave is coming with it (laughs) i like how you think (laughs) because there i've had plenty of figures that i have bought because i was like oh i need that accessory And uh, from the hilt, they had a better chainsaw on the 25th anniversary line. Yeah, it came with that. uh, I can't remember who it was, but it looked like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I I can't ever remember his name because he was a completely new character. Uh, But yeah, it was an awesome chainsaw. It was all right. Well, now it's time to move on. Sponsored by Slickalicious. Check out Shop Slickalicious on Instagram. It's time for Sound Off, where we hear from you, everybody who's following Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. The day that we have live streams, you have the opportunity to tell us what you want to talk about. And in the segment we call Sound Off, we discuss it. So here we go. From Griddle Games, did you see the updated render from Metalhead? Cold Slither has entered the classified world. Clap, clap, clap. Full Force had the updated render, and Metalhead has it across his face or neck piece. Not sure if this qualifies as sound off, but it's exciting nonetheless. It's very exciting. Christian, I think you noted this. Yeah, when I saw this, I said, oh, he stole my Joe and Tell. Because I saw that this morning, (laughs) and I went back and looked at the render. And if you look at it, it's not like, oh, we blew it up. And saw it like the initial render that they had in PulseCon, they used a blur effect. Like you can't make it out. So they, I guess, released that 
close-up image to to certain channels the the renders uh, they put out for PulseCon were horrible uh later on they released much higher quality renders mm. i don't know but yeah i think that that that's a definitely a, a wink wink nudge nudge on hasbro's part yes and with the excitement that we're already seeing they've got to be thinking of some kind of how can we make this uh real quick christmas ape did we miss the crimson trio uh we just don't need to talk about them any further we we discussed them when they were revealed uh i ordered them because i'm a chump and i can't help myself noel and <laughs> christian i think you guys both just passed on them it took I you passed. Like ten, it took you 10 minutes i think from the point where you're like ah, i passed on those figures i don't i they look great but i don't need to spend 90 bucks on them in 10 minutes they're like i caved i i appreciate your generosity <laughs> i don't think it was 10 minutes <laughs> I, I am probably going to end up spending close to that to get the Baroness off of eBay, but she's the only one I want out of that set. I don't need two more Tomax and Zamots. So yeah, I, I like yeah I like them, but I've got limited shelf space, and I, I'm with rare exceptions. I'm not going to buy multiples of the same character. I just know I would have ended up kicking myself if I didn't have them, and that Baroness does look incredible. Yeah. Uh, podcast from the pit everybody check out podcast from the pit uh they're a great podcast obviously check them out on instagram uh if you got to pick the next two target and walmart exclusives what subsets would you pick i think everybody here knows that i would pick special missions brazil <laughs> uh probably to be from target because they seem slightly better than walmart at fulfillment um and then, so Target would be Special Missions Brazil. Walmart would be Sky Patrol. Because why not? I think because I think these have to be either repaints or have the potential for reuse. Okay. Mm. I would go with, um, well, we've already got the um mad marauders barbecue so the rest of the slaughters marauders maybe as a target exclusive um and then for walmart uh could do the we could do the def Ooh, i like Drug it. enforcement force that works because will r suggested headman and the headhunters which oh, man which was I was torn, but did not. So what is your choice, Chris? All right. So for Walmart, uh, because their figures, with the exception of Lady J, uh, tend to not be around. And also, they're not particularly huge waves. I went with Cobra Law. Not just the How three, but like a dare whole, you a whole cobra law. You are can I wave. eject somebody from this? <laughs> I you disgust me, sir. Oh, oh, just wait. Oh no, because I didn't. I did. I was thinking like exclusives, and what <laughs> what would I want? Uh, so I wasn't thinking like repaints. So target. Target is getting an a a subset 
that covers both the heroes and the villains. And we're going with the eco warriors. <laughs> okay. Because I need cesspool. I need eco warrior flint. Ozone. Ozone. You can Absolutely. work an airtight into there, even though he wasn't a member of the Eco Warriors, but he should have been. Well, and there was uh I can't think of his name. Later in the in the line, there is a snow character that was meant for Eco I'm moving things around. Warriors. I have no idea how this works. But since <laughs> Eco Warriors didn't get like a wave two, they just scrapped him. Yes! Look at that, Look guy. At that helmet. And I yes. once they've got to come with the big oversized Ghostbuster guns. They don't have to shoot water. They don't have to have color changing. Look, I'm I'm down. But, Let's make it happen. All right, we're gonna put that now. Okay. I think Py from the hilt. I think Pythona should run Cobra. <laughs> I'm down with that. I think she would. Uh, Silent Interlude, did any of you pick up the O-Ring figures from Heavy Armor Toys? Very nice updates to vintage-style figures. Uh, I've seen them. I think they look fantastic, but with everything that's on the market right now, I they just don't fit into my budget. I'm drawing a blank on them. They're the One of them is like a standard Green Army guy, and one of them is basically Snake Eyes, but with a helmet and accessories. Uh, they're, they're really cool. I highly recommend everybody look them up, check them out. Uh, that's uh, Heavy Armor Toys. Uh, yeah, they're cool, but, yeah. but my gosh, there's just too much for, for those to be something I spend my money on. Mandalorian Jedi. Here we go. Everybody take a deep breath. It's that time. It's Mandalorian Jedi time. <laughs> Since we all know that G.I. Joe is the world's most elite fighting force and remains so by recruiting new members from elite ranks of various organizations, such as the military, law enforcement, intelligence agencies, and firefighters. But what are some unrepresented career paths G.I. Joe might consider recruiting from? And what are some potential code names that these recruits might have? Good Lord. <laughs> All um, I could think of it was that when I was seeing this was I'm like if Vince McMahon uh, became uh, an advisor to G.I. Joe. And so you would just start recruiting people from you know, race car drivers, gar garbage men, uh, repo men. <laughs> they all have, you know, <laughs> represent their day jobs as G.I. Joe members. man would like be recruited by Cobra. <laughs> That's that's probably very true. Uh, I don't know. Slaughter was one of Vince's goons for a while. Oh, that's, that's right, true. Commissioner Slaughter. Yeah, true. So I thought, you know, they recruited a football player in, with the fridge. Like we've had all of these jobs within the military, but there is one job that affects every single person in the military that G.I. Joe has never touched on. So we are going to be recruiting barbers. Military oh, barbers. Code name, Flat Top. Ah, nice. Yes. 
And his weapon? Nunchuck clippers. (laughs) But he's not a ninja. The hedge clippers like Brutus Beefcake used to have. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Cutting and strutting. I was thinking that, you know, you need like a chief legal advisor. So his name would be, so he you draw from the legal industry and his name would be Sidebar. Oh, oh nice. I like that. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Uh, so we've talked about this before, although I think we mentioned it more in the realm of Cobra, but looking at the designs of the Joes over the years, uh, obviously Joe has a fashion designer but we've never seen them highlighted in the fiction. I think Joe needs a, a, a costume designer, fashion designer, uh, and the code name would be Razzle Dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, they should get a performing arts uh, person uh, to, to, to entertain the troops, and his name would be Jazz Hands. <laughs> so in in the chat new york night 1974 said we need chefs code name hot plate <laughs> now we do have roadblock though but i True. do think it's specialized well, he's the chef. machine gunner then specialized chef right yeah. oh I don't think the Joe team has a social media team. Code name 404. Uh. Uh. I like it. I like yep, it. Yep. That's a good update. All right. Uh, Channing Sherman. Semi-serious one. Should Hasbro go a little wild and release cold slither versions of Zartan and the Dreadnoughts? Would you want them in the retro or classified line? Uh, so to be totally honest... I don't have a huge interest in seeing Cold Slither in the classified line. No. I would want it from Super 7 in Reaction and or Ultimates. And Uh, somebody did mention in the chat earlier who would get to it first, Hasbro or Super 7. And I'm sorry, I don't remember who said it, uh, but Super 7 100% is going to get the Cold Slither. They've had that license for three years and they've not touched it yet. Yeah, it's wild. think that would have been one of the first thing they would have jumped on. That's, uh, but I wonder if they're got to leave them wanting more. I wonder if they're sort of keeping it in their back pocket as a okay, Joe's lagging a little bit. It's time to pop out the cold slither because they know that's a sure thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they do their weird, here's a bunch of uh, stone people, whatever their last exclusive was. Like they want to get through all that stuff. But then once they see people are losing interest, they'll be like, all right, we got to put out the cold slither and get everybody back in. Like, I don't even buy ultimates, but if they put out a wave of ultimates that was just the four members of cold slither, I would slap my money down immediately on that presale. Everybody would. I mean, 100%, I think every Joe fan except the I hate Sunbow people would buy that. And the I hate Sunbow people would also buy it. They just wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> They must hate life. I didn't let's not, know. Let's the... not get into the bitter side of Joe fandom. Let's move on dear, to Red Ship eighty five, who is a bright shining light of Joe fandom. What is a classified figure that you actually don't want them to uh, want Linny and company to lean into the classic look, 
because of just logistics or overall too silly, etc., rather than making the character be modern in design. I got to tell you honestly, nobody. I I I want to I want to see crazy stuff in classified and I know people kind of some some folks kind of shirk back from that. But I want to see how they interpret this. Like, I want to see what this looks like in Classified. I don't want to see, well, let's let's do a realistic take on Eco Warrior. Like, no. I mean, look, they already released Slaughter Marauder Colors Barbecue. It doesn't get worse than that. I like so. how you almost had to stop yourself from saying barbecue when you said that. <laughs> you were like barbecue. Uh, I I was thinking the same way you were, Dave. I was like, there's no figure. If they're going to release something, I definitely want them to go back and do that. And I was thinking of like maybe my rare exceptions, and this doesn't really count. But if I when they do the Grand Slam figure eventually. I don't want the one that looks just like Flash. I want the one that has the silver. So that's, but that's still going classic look. I was thinking instead of if they ever getting around, get around to doing the windmill character, you you go with the the fun school windmill with the actual yes. windmill on his back. Um, but this actually made me think about something really cool because I was thinking you can't really do a deep six. But okay. I had an idea yeah, yeah. of how call. you do a deep six and you actually just do a figure where he's wearing like you often saw him in the in the cartoon where he's got his little his guy's little cap on and he's got just the sweater and then that diving suit snaps on to the figure and you could do it as a deluxe figure or a you know third like probably like a more like a pet style figure and I think that would be a great way to incorporate that in the classified and get that big diving suit, but also have him just have that regular costume as well. So I actually had deep six as my pick, but not version one, as much as I do want the eco warriors to be the target exclusives. I <laughs> don't want them to go with that version of deep six. I want them to update that because that that helmet is just one of the worst things ever created. So I like your idea a lot. Uh, so yeah, from like the, the hill, snake armor for Cobra, yeah. We're going to talk about the uh, mothership in just a minute here. And come on, Dave, do we really want to see a Mega Marines gung ho? Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. A hundred percent. My my mind actually so my first the first two that popped into my head were Slaughter's Marauders Barbecue and Mega Marines Clutch. But when I look at Mega Marines Clutch, I just go, Well, that's not clutch, but I it's still a design I want to see. Just right. give it a different name. Yeah. And if you include Play-Doh. For a six-inch figure to have armor, <laughs> take my money. You've been trying to make that happen forever. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right. Uh, Hillbilly Harper, do you think they'll ever do Hooded Cobra Commander in Classified? And do you think they'll ever do the Havoc? Uh, Hooded Cobra Commander, honestly, I don't know 
what's going on with that. It does not seem like it's going to happen, but I I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, the Havoc, we've talked about it a lot on the show. I, I would love a classified Havoc. It's one of my favorite Joe vehicles. Cross Country uh, would obviously need some updating if they were ever going to release him, but I do think it's possible. Uh, and they they did have, actually, I mean, we'll eventually get to it, but there was a, a later in the line Cross Country the, that... Yeah, the one that they released um, as the figures, uh, the, the figure series, yeah. the collector series when... He had what was essentially just like a Scottish St. Andrew's cross. Yeah. Um, it didn't have like the full. Oh, okay. The, 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 the full. I think he still had the cap, but at least the the belt buckle. Yeah, he still had the cappy on it, but they, they did alter the belt buckle a little bit. Obviously, you're not going to you're not going to release uh, an intact version two of cross country anywhere no. in that line. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think the Havoc, it's it's a vehicle that's big enough to be a possible Haslab, but I don't think it's iconic enough to be a Haslab. I see. I think it is because it was, it was uh, in the cartoon all the time and it's immediately identifiable as a GI Joe vehicle. I would say more so than the vamp hmm? it, because it's that unique look of that sci-fi military that you only saw in GI Joe at the time. Uh, from the hilt, uh, imagine a classified Mega Marines Bio Viper and Monster Viper. We have yes. uh, the yes. Bio Viper we've talked about on the show a good bit. Um, definitely on our wish list. Uh, Boil and Pop, prediction on the Super 7 Mothership. Uh, my prediction is it is going to be reminiscent of the Kenner Millennium Falcon, uh, but larger. But as far as having a plate that comes off the top, having some things on the interior, uh, price-wise, that is hard to say. I'm going to say 350. I may be, I may be going a little low on that, but that's that's my guess. I don't think they're going to follow up their $650 catch layer with another like five to six hundred dollar item. And, and and also it's just ho- wishful thinking because this thing is being revealed. I think October 15th is what they said. And at the same time, what's the other thing that's going up in October? I can't remember now off the top of my head. Some other big crowd fund is hitting in October. Is it the, the Mattel creations? Yes. The Mattel creations, whatever the next masters of the universe origin item is, yeah. is coming in October. And I cannot do two big things. I just can't. The end of the year is insane. And it's so here's here's the end of the year for, for me, what it looks like. Uh we've got my son's birthday, our anniversary, uh, uh me and my wife's not audible interludes. Uh Christmas, like it's craziness money-wise at the end of the year, and the fact that two crowd funds are probably launching in October. There, I just one of I'm gonna have to pass on one of them. I may I'm, have to pass on both of them. I'm, I mean, I'm definitely not getting it because space. Um, but I'm cautiously, <laughs> I'm cautiously <laughs> optimistic for it. The Thunder Tank they funded, no problem. 
Cat's Lair, I think we finally saw, okay, this is the breaking point for people. Not that it didn't fund, because it did, but it took right up to the very end to get the first unlockable. So I think that's a little bit of an eye-opener for them. If, if like how you were describing, Dave, where you it's a shell and you open it up and there's all kinds of like, you know, basically Cobra's version of the G1 headquarters that yeah, that's, can that's work with sense. your three and three quarter figures. I think it stands a very good chance because you'll get those people to buy it. And I think if they to, they have to make it clear that it's compatible with vintage right O-rings. if you're just pushing it as a reaction thing I think they're shooting themselves in the foot because you've got all those people that don't like reaction right I'm looking at it in the pictures from San Diego Comic-Con and looking at its actual size in comparison with those figures it's, and it's big it's yeah it's gonna it be is- it's about 28 to 30 inches probably in diameter, it looks it's, like. I think it's bigger than the big Millennium Falcon from the vintage collection. Yeah, it's a monster. All right, we got to keep moving. we got to wrap this thing up. Uh, Channing Sherman, how many more Dukes would you like to see released? Four. <laughs> what? Which four? No, Are that's, there... all, that's all we got time oh, for. Oh, okay. Four. Christian, what's your number? One. Noel? The, the one we're getting. The classified, <laughs> the, the classified retro. All right. That is it for Sound Off. You guys, it is time to roll into our last segment. Has everybody got a Joe and Tell? I do. All right. Let's see if I can get the screens in the right places here. There we go. Okay. Uh, I'm going to kick it off, keep it short and sweet. Uh, There's a toy, not customizer, but independent toy maker called Has No Talent. Uh, Years ago, I purchased, I I have always been a collector of Boba Fett things. And years ago, I purchased from Has No Talent uh, this Boba Fett, a real Mandalorian hero. This is a custom-tooled figure. Uh, I believe it's a, it's put together with magnets, although I've never opened it, obviously, because that card back is just awesome. The combination of Boba Fett and G.I. Joe, I just absolutely loved. Uh, and then on the back, you've got that awesome original G.I. Joe cross-sell, but you have a file card for Boba Fett. Uh, that is Mandalorian, codename Bounty Hunter, file name Fett, Boba. Primary military specialty, bounty hunting. Secondary military specialty, master of the Z6 jetpack, blaster rifle, flamethrower, slave one, kicking butt, and taking names. Birthplace, Boba Fett is a genetic clone of his father, Django Fett. With his customized Mandalorian armor, deadly weaponry, and silent demeanor, Boba Fett is one of the most feared bounty hunters in the galaxy. Boba Fett was trained in combat and martial skills from a young age. Over the course of his career, which included contracts for the Empire and the criminal underworld, he became a legend. 
Boba Fett is a highly motivated, systematic individual. He's a stand-up guy who doesn't blow his cool in a firefight. So that is uh, just a just an awesome collectible piece. You guys know I don't do a whole lot of like custom stuff or independent toys or whatever, but this was something I had to have. And and back in the day, I don't. I think it was like twenty bucks. Like something like this now <laughs> would probably be considerably more than that I'm so the price to, was right i'm trying to find the image the retro toy con uh which is coming up in november in greenville last year they had an exclusive that was essentially a mandalorian viper um, yes i i saw that and i loved it yeah it's great really great looking figure and i'm trying to find that specific one and i'm not seeing it. i think it was a black major custom um but yeah, it, it looked great. It was a it was a great crossover between those two. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, I I think it was like twenty bucks plus shipping eight years ago or whenever I bought it. Look up has no talent on socials and uh, maybe there's still some stuff out there or go to eBay and see. All right, who's up next? Go Noel. All right, I'll go. So, uh, as you can see, I'm wearing my Dreadnought shirt, as we we had a couple of Dreadnoughts that went up for purchase here, and uh, we also got word of another one coming down the line, so I'm a, I'm a fan. And those of you who were at our um, live panel last year, or even at the game show we did at uh, Joe Fest this year, knows that uh, I do a little buzzer costume. So, with this new buzzer figure... That we've now seen and is now up for pre-sale we have expressed our disappointment on two of the things that he lacks three if you count the bad sunglasses but he doesn't have a backpack he doesn't have his original chainsaw gun so when i did my buzzer costume as i've mentioned before i really like building props so some of you may have seen this in person if you were at uh, one of those things but uh this is what i designed for my buzzer costume was I have my little chainsaw gun and actually when we were putting these costumes together I was like I'm going to do this but I didn't quite know how I was going to do it right at first I actually found this little submachine gun airsoft gun that I chopped off the barrel for uh, put a couple of extra details that's Lego I often incorporate some Lego bits into my uh, into my builds because it makes it very easy to add little little bits of detail this is actually from a shovel set that i got at the dollar tree uh right outside of my neighborhood so i and this right here this was gonna be um i was gonna use gator board but it just didn't work quite the way i wanted it to and it didn't have the right heft so this is actually just plywood um lids from uh lids from some containers i also got at the dollar tree and these are all little lego studs you can see there's some paint chipping off it right now. It's been through some wear and tear. And this is just some uh, plastic chain that I put. Best part about this, though, is it comes apart for easy storage. So uh, <laughs> I can store it like that. But I was going back and forth as to whether or not I wanted to build the backpack as well. And I've only worn this a couple times. I did not wear this. I did, I did not wear this when I wore this at DragonCon this past year. But I said, you can't do buzzer without having the backpack involved too so this is not quite to scale because if i was going to really get a jerry can first of all those things cost a fortune they weigh a ton 
and uh, they're they're just enormous. So I just found a, a nice. This is like a five gallon plastic jug, spray painted. Unfortunately, because of the you know the nature of it, the paint chipped off a little bit, but it still works in a pint. That's uh, just wear. That's com. That's combat wear. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Combat wear. Um, but yeah, this whole thing just built out of a PVC frame. Straps onto my back. Uh, it's not very comfortable when I wear it, hence why I don't always wear this with the costume. And plus, you're not really looking at my back most of the time. But yeah, just one of the props that I enjoy building um, for doing my Joe and Cobra costumes, or in this case, Dreadnought costumes. Awesome. All well, right. I'm going to take a moment and get a little sentimental with you guys uh, because my original joe and tell like i said <laughs> was taken um but this is something i've been holding on to for a while i genuinely wanted to say to our listeners and the folks that join us for our live streams thank you this has been an incredibly rough year for me um and mondays are something i so look forward to i our listeners I know it's cliche to say are the best, but you guys are amazing. We have great Joe talk. We laugh. It's fantastic. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for going on this wild ride with us. And it's only going to get better from here on out. Well, we are, we're glad to, to have you here. We're glad to have everybody hanging out with us uh we're we're here to have fun and if we're lightening up yep. anybody's uh you know day-to-day woes then we're happy to be doing that and yes chocolate donuts do go in the mouth from the hilt yes <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't uh, hear the story last year dragon con i actually i i did torch my torch gun disappeared from my hotel room i Dave and Noel saw photos of it. They yeah. know it exists. Um, <laughs> so my only solution was to run to the CVS and buy grape soda and chocolate donuts for the photo shoot. So, Which, honestly, better. Yeah, because I got to eat donuts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, that is all the time we've got for our show. We went super long, but I think with our fancy new setup here, it was worth Still doing. Still not as long as PulseCon. We're good. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, our music is by Andy Sanford of electricminnowmusic.com. Follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast on X at G.I. Joe Audible. Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Finest? The Finest is an international G.I. Joe costuming club, and this is why I build props, as I just showed you here a moment ago, because uh, I happen to be a member. Uh, we actually raise money for a fantastic charity called Canines for Warriors. If you are seeing us at your local shows, uh, drop by, talk to us, drop a little money in the till. We've usually got some cool swag for you as well if you do that, uh, but it all goes to an excellent cause. And if you ever thought about dressing up like your favorite Joe or Cobra or Dreadnought or whoever character, uh, check out thefinestcc.com. Check out the Finest Recruitment Center on Facebook. Talk to our members and um, get some tips on how you can join up and help us raise money for a great cause. And Christian, where can we find that toy photography that you do oh so well? You can find me on Flickr and Instagram under the name Legion Cub. 
Well, you guys, uh, thank you for sitting down talking about GI Joe. Everybody that was in the chat tonight, you all rule. You are part of the Audible Interlude family. We could not do this without you. Until next time, yo, Joe. Cobra. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.